0: Welcome to another episode of Hit the Books, the only weekly Smackdown Live booking podcast hosted by us. I am Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, is the world of might, Mikey Manfredi. Mikey, how's it going? Was that a Smash Bros. reference? Yes, it was. The world of might, my dude. Very good. Very good. That game is also yes. very good. Yes, I saw that you, uh, on Twitter, at. at I saw <laughs> on Twitter, Mikey, that you, <laughs> did a poll that was bogus and then uh... oh, it was super <laughs>
1: bogus. I knew exactly where I was going with that money
0: and then and and I think you one of the so let me see if I can find that poll real quick and in that poll Mikey you said that you had four options it was either pre-order um, super Smash brothers with the fighters uh... pack
1: as well so I spent 90 dollars on that <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, buy Pokemon let's go. Get Christmas presents, save it, save it, you dummy. Uh, I voted for save it, you dummy, which was the lead, 39% of the vote. 34% getting Christmas presents, 18 was pre-order Smash Ultimate. What did you end up doing?
1: Pre-ordering Smash Ultimate because I needed and, it. And the, and the $90 one. I needed it, and I need all the fighter. I need all the DLC. Did you hear who got announced? Was there more people that got announced? Did I miss something? Uh, at the at the game awards, there was an announcement for the first DLC character in Smash Bros. It's the Joker from Persona Five. What?
0: I was about to be real excited because I thought it was gonna be the Joker from Batman. <laughs>
1: but I mean, no, it that's... wasn't. It's not Batman Joker. It's it's Persona Five Joker.
0: That is also pretty good, but at the same yeah. time joker from batman would have been bonkers uh x smash bros interesting I-, I would love to see because that game if i'm not mistaken has a very interesting game mechanic of how to fight so yeah. that would be very interesting to see how they do that in smash brothers which they've done successfully i feel like you know of little mac with uh inkling mm-hmm. um,
1: inkling is very good by the way
0: do you have a favorite? You've been playing Smash Brothers for a little bit. I know this is not really wrestling talk. Eh, kind of. Incineroar's in there. That's her in. And there's also an NG- uh, NJPW ring, essentially, in the, sh- in the video game. Uh,
1: I would say my favorite character when asked it was Incineroar because of his moveset, and it's so much fun.
0: Is it confirmed your favorite character is Incineroar?
1: Um, I think so. I think, he, for me, he's been really fun to play because I can just, like, like I can just do WWE moves on like Mario. It's sick. Like I could just German suplex Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> I can drop kick the ice climbers. Like are you kidding me? Get clothesline
0: Falco. What? <laughs> I can this German game rules. Yoshi. <laughs> wow. Uh, i man. I need to get a Nintendo Switch. I'm really missing out on that on that front. Man. Okay, well, enough about uh, a fun little game. Let's talk about the real world of wrestling, Mikey. Um, Let's hit the pre-show. I got two topics of conversation this pre-show that I want to talk to you about. Um, Okay. First one being, you know, fairly prevalent, especially in our show, is uh, Rhino's apparent retirement. Uh, uh, Last on a recent Monday Night Raw, there was a match between. Heath Slater and Rhino, tag team partners, a loser getting fired from Raw. And Rhino ended up losing, so storyline-wise, he gets fired from Raw. Apparently, though, in the dark segment, you know, where they cut the commercial, um, Rhino uh, gave a speech to the audience of Monday Night Raw, um, and it sort of seemed like he was this was a retirement speech. Yeah. Um, that this was, you know, he's telling everyone that hey, I am no longer going to be wrestling. Uh, it it does appear though, however, he is still listed for I think it's like the Spain tour um, for WWE. But my question for you, Mikey, is it's looking like Rhino's retired, um, and he Rhino uh, is a re- member of our SmackDown Live roster. What shall we do about Rhino, my boy?
1: Well we we set Matt Hardy off when he decided to act, to retire as well. So I think that I think correct. we just keep going That's with correct. the flow and give Rhino his retirement.
0: Give him a give him a nice little retirement speech.
1: Yeah, they won uh him and didn't him and Slater win last week?
0: Um, let me look that up. I believe they did. Um, where was it? It wasn't, no, sorry, it wasn't last week. It was two weeks ago. Okay, so, yeah, have him go out on a win. With Slater pinning English there. If we knew, if we knew Rhino was going to retire, we should have done Rhino. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, that I mean, is... we, can, we
1: can always have one Slater-Rhino match tonight, possibly, if we want to do that.
0: That is true. That is true. We can say that this will be Rhino's last match or something. Mm-hmm. Um, a good idea. So, yeah, we'll, then we'll decide that Ryan also going to retire and he is going to go on. That does suck, because that means we lose another, uh, tag another team. Another
1: face tag team, which we need, which we are in desperate need of.
0: Yeah, we currently have the Bludgeon Brothers, who are heels, kind of, I guess, sort of. The Colognes, which are heels, but they're not on TV. <laughs> Sanity, The Revival, and Undisputed Era.
1: So whew, it's it's heel tag central up in here.
0: Someone's turning face. I'm telling you that much. I
1: mean, we need a call up. Is what we need. We need a, we, we need too. like an only Lork and Danny Birch,
0: War Raiders. Oh man, well, you know what know we need? We need the Street Profits. The Street Profits would also, like, I be saying they that as a think. joke,
1: but all they're very good.
0: They are no, they are very good. I would, I, uh, I would like I think, having the I, Profits. Actually, I think I take that back. I take that back. I, know, I think I know who I want to pick if we ever were able to call up a tag team, mm-hmm. even though we can't. It's all chosen by the randomizer. Yeah. I would want to pick Heavy Machinery.
1: Yeah. They're entertaining.
0: I think... Their faces—they're uh, big boys that uh, are very different than sort of these other tag teams that we have here, which
1: we are kind of lack. We we're also kind of lacking on SmackDown. Mm-hmm.
0: mm mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I think that could be very interesting. I think that could be very interesting. But <laughs> in the meantime, we maybe have to consider switching one of these heel tomato tag teams. champs. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, in the meantime I have to consider changing maybe these one, one of these tag team heels to a face i don't know who and we'll decide that later i guess um the other uh thing i want to talk about is also last monday night raw we got mm-hmm. our first live mention on the product on wwe that i remember uh, about the women's tag team titles, with that another weird segment of Bailey and Sasha, Bailey saying that Bailey and Sasha want to become the first ever WWE women's tag team champions. Um, Mikey, how does that excite you? Does that does that bring you excitement? Are you are you hyped for that? It does actually, because
1: I feel like the tag titles will bring a new breath of life into the women's division because it just feels like. Kind of right now, it just feels like a few women fighting for the title, and then the rest kind of just fighting for no reason. So I feel like with these tag titles, it'll kind of jumpstart the uh, the division a little bit, and have and give everybody something to fight for that isn't just the Raw or SmackDown Women's Championship.
0: Mm-hmm. It will give someone stakes. It's going to yeah. give some stakes here. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I also want to talk about, in conjunction with these women tag team titles, is a, is a thought I had, is that apparently, um, this was broken by none other than, of course, Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Yes. Um, that apparently, um, uh, USA and Fox... Um, Uh, when they have Raw and SmackDown, you know, uh, in their own corners, uh, that Fox and USA do not want to share talent. Um, I got a quote here from Meltzer himself. So let me hit you with that, Mikey. Okay. Um, There is speculation going around that with the move to Fox, that WWE would go to one brand because they would need all the top stars on Fox because of how important network primetime numbers are. However, that was denied to us and said that Fox doesn't really want to cross-promote the same talent as NBC Universal, who are the owners of USA Network, and the expectation is split crews would remain. So it appears, Mikey, that the brand split will be even more in place uh, than sort of it's gotten a little bit lax, maybe, of the pay-per-views. Maybe the pay-per-views will stay connected, who knows? But uh, what are your thoughts of that? Is that how do you think... In conjunction with the women's tag team titles, how do you think they could be done if they're not two separate women's tag titles or they're swapping brands? How how could it be done? What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, you're you t- uh this led this kind of like made me think of two questions about mm-hmm. how not sharing talent. Like, does that go for pay- ooh, sorry? Does that go for pay per views? And. Does that go for anything? At work and also does that mean, like, what are we gonna do about Survivor Series?
0: Um, I I feel like the the, the to answer your first question, Mikey, my thoughts are, I honestly, I don't think that is going to affect uh pay per views slash WB Network at all. I mean, I mean already like. Like right now, I mean, it's hard to tell because it is everything's on USA Network right now. But you know, with with how pay per views are done now, it's all in the network that's not compar- like fighting USA content in any capacity. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like that's gonna affect the pay per views or WWE Network in any way. It's any if anything, it's almost like a third net. Well, I guess it is. It's a third WWE Network that it's like a shared space for everyone. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was the idea when they combined the pay-per-views a couple months ago. Yeah, that's that's um, another
1: thing, is that are they going to keep the pay-per-views combined, I guess, or are they going to go back to splitting them up?
0: Well, that brings me to my thought about how I, I would love WWE to use the women's tag team titles. Um, I would love for them to get defended on every pay per view, assuming that they are uh, conjoined mm-hmm. with Raw and SmackDown, there the de- women's tag titles are defended on every pay per view, uh, and every pay per view is a Raw women's tag team and a SmackDown women's tag team facing each other, and then whoever wins, then they bring the women's tag titles over to their brand for however long until it swaps back. Okay, that's my that's my. Bold pitch, one because that you're not sharing talent, you're sort of sort of sharing a title, but also, I'm I don't necessarily like the idea of um, Raw and SmackDown women's titles.
1: Yeah, me neither. Um, it just, because, I just don't think there's room for it.
0: Yes, I I I don't think there's honestly there's I don't there's not really enough women I think to cover all of that um, I mean look at our Smackdown roster already we have let's look at it we have nine women on our Smackdown live roster uh, assuming two of them are taken by the champion and the number one contender that leaves seven women and then if you have it's uh, so you have seven women then you have four of them in a tag team title champion slash number one contender situation and only like three other people I mean you can do it mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it's very, it's really stretching thin. And maybe that maybe that is a, a commentary on sort of how the women's division is right now, is that it is small compared to the men's. I mean, the men get a bunch more TV time because that's, I guess, how it currently is, is that um, the men get like the, un- there's like the undercard, there's the midcard, there's the upper card. But then there's also tag teams that are its own segment, and there's the women that are its own segment. So it's sort of like, I don't know. It's it's a tough thing because, I don't know. What are, you, what are you thinking, Mikey? Help me out here.
1: Yeah, it's it's really difficult. I don't – I do think they need more – I do think the women need something else besides just the one title on each brand. Um, but I feel like having two tag team titles for each brand also would – make things kind of crowded. Um, cause that's a lot of, that's a lot of storylines and that's a lot of titles to keep up with. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: even if they did do it, I wouldn't have faith in WWE to do it well. Um, Hmm. but I don't know. I would, I think I would like personally to see just one title go between brands. I think that would be ideal for me.
0: Like one, what I like about that, what I like about uh, the two one title between both brands is that even when let's say you have the title on Raw, you can still be on SmackDown and have women tag teams fighting over the number one contender about who will then step up at the next pay per view. Yes. Like the, there's and then there's that's plenty of opportunity for a storyline you for the next month or so. Mhm. Um but then, of course, maybe you could do the same thing about fighting over a championship. Yeah. Then again, we talked. they talked about it on Raw. And to my knowledge, they have not talked about it at all on SmackDown. I don't remember. I haven't
1: heard it up until but, this point. Um, granted, I did miss the last episode of SmackDown, but
0: I haven't heard it otherwise. Yeah, I mean... So it looks like it may be all exclusive, but then at the same time, I, there's a lot of SmackDown women on the, or women on the SmackDown roster that are great tag teams already. You have Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. You have, of course, the Iconics. You can always pair up, you know, Naomi and Asuka again. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look at our roster. We have... I guess sort of a fractured tag team, but we don't know what's happening with them. Bailey and Nia Jax. You've got Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan, the country club. Um, we can easily probably put together another group of women. Um, uh, so, I mean, flair and Tamina is another one. I mean, we have these sort of groups already formed that they could all be fighting over a title or a champ championship opportunity or the next pay-per-view. Mm-hmm i don't know i i would i would prefer i think it to be one title yeah Um, i agree because because then you could also have you know the losers come back to raw because raw would be the losers always yeah fuck you raw and (laughs) whoa uh the losers can come back to raw and then it's like oh my and then it's like okay they weren't stepped up enough that's like okay you lost now you have to like do the process again of trying to become the number one contender again you go back in the bottom of the rung
1: yeah start start from the top
0: yeah uh or maybe this partner wasn't good for me. what if what if like i'm teaming with let's say uh uh becky lynch is team teaming with flair for whatever reason i don't know uh and and it's like they lost so then they come back down And then becky lynch is like you know what you're actually weren't a great tag team partner for me i'm rather i'd rather be with nia Jax and then nia Jax and but becky lynch would be the which would be the wildest <laughs> tag team ever uh just go up and have an opportunity to face for the titles and then that could be an interesting thing is that you know you're shopping for tag team partners about who's the better fit mm-hmm. um and then it's also brand supremacy about who could be the better thing and then survivor series and all the stuff yeah so th- i mean there's a lot that could be done with it and we've always we've already said what we feel about it but um do you hope they come? Do they hope they come to SmackDown, um, Mikey? Do you hope the women's tag team titles become a thing? Come to SmackDown? I
1: would. I would like to see them on SmackDown. I think they would be better treated and better kept over there, you know, than on Raw.
0: What? When do you think though When do you think we'll finally get the women's tag team titles? Prob. If you were to uh, guess.
1: They mentioned them. Uh, I probably like hopefully sometime in this this might be optimistic but sometime in the spring maybe
0: so wrestlemania season i would say that'd be the best time to do it yeah maybe we can announce something at raw rumble or fastlane or whatever that stupid pay-per-view is yeah at what are the at one of the road it. to wrestlemania pay-per-views yeah, and then maybe prep it going forward towards WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Or we can already have it established, have it happen at Royal Rumble, and maybe we can get a dream match scenario at WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Mikey, do you see where I'm going with this?
1: Yes. Yes?
0: Wait. Maybe. I'm going to go with we have the champions being Bailey and Sasha Banks and versus some, I don't know, maybe... Returning legends at WrestleMania. Okay. Legends they've tagged with in the past. Some that legends that returned at Evolution.
1: Yeah, I uh Lita and Stratus. I get it. I got it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I and then you got it. That would be a beautiful match. You telling me that would, would be great. No, it would be good. It would be great, and then have Sasha and Bailey be heel for whatever reason. <laughs> um but yes or bold uh, move well, make stratus
1: and Lita the heels
0: honestly that's, well, that's probably what they're gonna do that makes more sense to, legitimately to me um uh, <laughs> i, I mean know. especially with Lita, Le- especially with Lita in the mix yeah i mean i don't know but i think trish would have fun being a heel well trish has done a heel and she's done great at being a heel
1: exactly and lita is just also good at being a heel so yeah
0: um then again, Sasha Banks is amazing at being a heel. Bailey, we have we'll no find idea. Yes, <laughs> uh, but that's all. Ha- that's all is what's happening in the real world. Let's talk about our real world, our our made up real world. Um, of hit the books, Our pretend Live. real Mikey, world. <laughs> I I'm trapped in the in kayfabe over here. <laughs> um, uh, let us without much to say about I'm losing I'm losing these transitional streaks I'm really I'm not getting it today. Hey everyone, oh, let's hit is... those books. Thank you Mikey. Last week on SmackDown Live, uh we open up the show with Miz TV. We have special guest Mojo Raleigh. Again, it's a rhyme. Mo-jo-jo-jo. Miz <laughs> opens the show uh saying he's been asked why all week. Why? Why did he betray Mike Canales? Why did he betray his, his protege? Why did he side with Mojo Raleigh? Why, 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 why? Uh, and he says, you know what? I'm not going to answer. I'm going to let Mojo answer. Mojo says, you know, that he's stronger. He's faster. He's better than Mike Canales. Uh, and Miz says that he sees this in Mojo and says he wants to harness that energy, that that betterness, and make the superstar of tomorrow. He wants to make Mojo the champion of tomorrow. Well, me, well, Mike Canales is just you know another two oh five live wannabe,
1: uh, which of course,
0: which of course draws the ire of Mike Canales, who comes out and says that his eyes have been opened, and warns Mojo that Miz is just using him to become the center of attention to get what the Miz wants. It's ne- it'll never be about you, Mojo. Only the Miz. Mojo goes to respond, and Miz cuts him off and says essentially that Canales is just jealous, and that this is some sort of pathetic way of Canellis to ask for forgiveness mike nellis says that you know he doesn't want forgiveness only revenge and it goes on to attack the miz mojo breaks it up he gets out of t-pose he breaks it up and the two beat down mike Canellis. excite meter three out of four booking a three out of four solid right pretty pretty consistent pretty consistent Backstage segment: We got AJ Styles and The Bar both in GM's Page's office, uh, with Cesaro having a ball of tape all over his foot um, for the injury that he he sustained. Um, the Bar say that you know they can't defend their titles at Clash of Champions. Page says, "I look, the match has already been made. Uh, Undisputed Era are going to be there. They've evoked their title match for Clash of Champions, and so they have to defend their titles." Uh, but, but. They will have to do so by finding replacements, replacements replacement for Cesaro. Um, AJ Styles, who was there, says that, you know, I'll, I'll defend the titles with you, Sheamus. And Paige says, you know, AJ, you, you, you why would you do that? You have your own match against Adam Cole. And he says, it's fine. I've beaten him before. Uh, AJ says, I can do both. He didn't get here by taking that night off. And the bar, they love, they, they show respect back to AJ Styles because he's being a tough guy and they agree that sh- that Sheamus and Styles would defend the tag team t- titles. Um, booking here gets a 3.5 out of 4.
1: Not bad. People are excited about this. I'm excited about this.
0: Oh, me too. Me too. I love it when we get excited about our own stuff. Yeah, like, right. Like when, like, The Miz is really heelish or, like, something is like, oh, I can't wait for this match. <laughs> um, next up, Becky Lynch versus Nia Jax. This match ends in a double countout. Um, following that count out, Nia Jack spears Becky Lynch through the LED wall, and we're all prepping for a one on one match for the title at Clash of Champions. Mm-hmm. Excite your meter gets a four out of four. Booking here gets a two point five out of four. Okay. So we gotta we got a dip a little we got bit a of a dip, dip in excitement. Maybe it's because people thought that might have been this for the title. Um and it yeah. wasn't for the title and just was a count out, so Maybe. Well, I guess maybe that—that's my idea. That's my idea behind it. Maybe. Uh, backstage segment. Um, we have an interview with Bailey, and she's asked about Nia Jax, of course. She says, "This isn't the person I teamed up with all those months ago. This isn't the Nia I knew. She she seems to only care about that title and not our friendship." Uh, and she's of course asked, "Well, do you have your idol, uh, idols? Do you have your eyes on the title as well?" And Bailey says, "Of course I do, but." I'm, I'm not willing to throw away a friendship for it. Booking here, you get to two out of four.
1: Okay, okay. That 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 hurts a little bit.
0: Bray Wyatt versus Harper with Rey Mysterio on commentary. This, this match has a lot of brutal offense from Harper. Um, and minimum offense, mainly defense from Bray Wyatt. But the finish goes as such. Bray Wyatt hits Sister Abigail on Harper. Immediately following that, Harper sits up Undertaker-style. And brutalizes Bray Wyatt. He draws that DQ finish. Uh, Harper then throws Wyatt into Mysterio, who's by the commentator table. And then begins to walk away. Mysterio gets up. He goes after Harper, and is, uh, hits him, kicks him, punches him. But Harper's says no selling all of this. He's just absorbing this punishment. And he picks up Mysterio and choke slams him. Then he brings him to the announce table and choke slams Mysterio through that announce table. Then the lights flicker and the goat mask disappears, leaving Harper with the wreckage that he kind of has made. Uh, meter getting a 3.5 out of 4. Booking gets a 4 out of 4. Awesome. Uh, 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 Tamina versus Sarah Logan versus Carmella in a number one contender's triple threat match tournament Okay. Um, that we're going to def- decide who will be the next number one contender for the title um, at uh, Clash of Champions uh to me that picked up the win here by pinning sarah logan Excitement meter two out of four booking a two out of four okay so yeah it stayed the same <laughs> yeah it was yeah and next up finally in our main event kevin owens versus daniel bryan Oof. a returning kevin owens from suspension i love me some KO. during the match however drew Ma- yeah drew mcintyre comes out and he attacks daniel bryan while the ref is distracted then he throws bryan back into the ring ko pop up power bombs uh, Dan Bryan and McIntyre. McIntyre gives Bryan the same devious smile that we saw before uh, with Kevin Owens, you know, Rocky celebrating his way. Fists in the air. He's he's won. He's won his return match. Excitrometer four out of four. Booking, four out of four. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Overall, our show got a 3.30 out of excitometers. Okay. Polls. Uh, and a 3.00. Uh, out of booking, so we, a little dip in the booking, mm. but we have done well. Again, if you like to vote in these polls, you can find them Monday and Wednesday, respectively, on our Twitter account at Hit The Books Pod. There, you can vote in those polls Monday and Wednesday. Yep, yep. Uh, Mikey, thoughts on anything before we move into actual booking? Oh, I missed Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> You're you're a big Kevin Owens Owens fan, aren't you, buddy?
1: Yeah, it was Kevin
0: Owens for Halloween. Oh yeah, you were. It's December. I don't remember anything. Um, That's true. Don't don't agree with that immediately. How dare it's you? It's
1: already it's already December. Is which is insane. Yes.
0: Um. Okay. Well, then it is time for this episode of Hit the Books. Um, this is our go home episode for Clash of Champions. The pay per view. Nice, nice, nice. That is happening. This pay per view that is happening next Sunday on our recording date, or this Sunday, I guess, um, December 16th. So, again, on December 16th, you can check out your local podcast listings uh, or just subscribe to the show and make sure you don't miss it. Um, you can get Clash yeah. of Champions on Sunday, this Sunday. Uh, we have yep. a bunch of matches already announced for this. Um, so I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens, but this is the go home episode. Too, Mikey. Too. let us figure out what we are doing. Um, do you have any ideas? Um, I want to, Kevin Owens speech somewhere in this one, a Kevin Owens speech, not speech, but like promo. Okay. Then maybe he I used the wrong word. <laughs> maybe Kevin Owens opens the show.
1: Yeah. I was thinking we, uh, bring back something like a prize fighter, Owens. You know, mm-hmm. some like now that now that I'm back and more driven than ever. All you champions, better watch your backs because oh, because Ko's coming for you.
0: Okay, okay, I like it. So maybe maybe that's more of like a a backstage interview, I guess. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I just want some sort of Ko is back. Y'all better watch out. Mm-hmm.
0: A, a Ko presence on the show. Mm-hmm. so let's just let's just say we got a segment here maybe a backstage backstage interview with with Kevin Owens mm-hmm. uh Dasha Fuentes is 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 welcoming him back welcoming him back to Smackdown live and he's just saying you know I'm here I'm drinking beer and <laughs> I'm gonna win all your tight thai- tears uh, you tried um yeah Beer, fear, fear. Um, he's here, he's drinking beer and still in fear. Hunting deer, no, he's hunting not, deer, hunting deer, which the deer are the titles because he's the prize fighter.
1: <laughs> Perfect.
0: Uh, okay, uh, I like it, so we'll just so we'll slot that backstage. Is that good? A backstage interview, does that feel good for you? Yeah, I think that works. Cause I, I feel like it, it's not like an opening promo sort of thing. If it's not like sort of an angle to it, and also we can't do like a new angle going into the Clash of Champions. Yeah. Okay, then we'll slot that in somewhere. Um, let also let's also do this match. Uh, so we announced it last week: Flair versus Morgan versus Lana in that number one contenders mm-hmm. triple threat match tournament um let's sort of slot that in somewhere where do you where any any thoughts so far and where do you think we should put that match
1: um match two feels good for that one
0: match two okay match
1: I, it's it's like it's like either match two or match four
0: yeah okay you know yeah um and I think we both sort of decided flair's picking up the victory here
1: yes I think we decided that last week yeah
0: yeah who's she pinning. Mm, Lana. Oh, poor Lana. That's fine.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> Just a really oh, poor Lana. That's fine. Anyway,
0: <laughs> yeah, she'll she'll get over it. <laughs> oh, she won't. She'll tweet about it or something. Um, okay. Well, then, uh, cool. That's perfect. Then we've done that. Um, let's see. What else do we got here? We need. Um, we need something definitive. About this Ms. Mojo Mike Kanellis ness, um, um, we have not yet uh, wholly announced a match at Clash of Champions, but we we know that it's going to probably exist. So we just need to figure out what definitively what that is.
1: I had I had sort of um, an idea for that. Okay, hit me. I was thinking we put Mojo in a match, have Ms. Be as coach and whatnot, you know. Not, a, not against Canellus, just against somebody. Um, yes. And then I was thinking Kanellis kind of ambushes Miz and Mojo with some sort of weaponry.
0: Interesting. Weaponry, you say? Yeah, you know, like a chair. A chair, you say? I mean, kendo stick rages are always very good. Very good. A kendo stick. I also was okay. thinking
1: maybe, like, Brass Knuckles, because that's how, like, that's, like, the first time when Canellis and Miz, like, cheated.
0: Ooh, Brass, oh, Brass Knuckles would be dope as hell. Because
1: isn't that how, because did Canellis slip Miz Brass Knuckles?
0: Mm yes, I believe
1: so. Against Debray? Against? A, a while back, I'm pretty sure, at, like, Hell in a Cell.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I like it. Okay, okay.
1: So I think maybe if...
0: uh, is Kanellis... it, is it, Will this be during the match or following the match?
1: Um, I think it's during. I want it to be like during the match and Miz is like cheering on Mojo
0: and then all of a sudden Miz just gets rocked. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, well then let's have a, let's set this match up. Then Mojo Raleigh versus someone. i mm. I'm going to pitch you a name. What about this? Okay. Rusev. I like it. Okay. A couple of big burly boys. Um big old burly boys, but also uh I, I, we haven't had Finn Bálor on TV for a while, but also I don't really feel like Finn Bálor should be in this match.
1: Yeah, Finn Balor and Mojo Raleigh seem... I mean, they did that. We did that already, right?
0: We have done that already, but also in sort of the fashion that the victory will come in. Yeah. I feel like a uh, 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 roll-up by Rusev makes more sense. Yeah. So Rusev's picking up the victory.
1: Yes, I think so.
0: Okay, where, where do we want to slot this match as well?
1: Um. Okay, I think... I know I, ju- I know I just had the last one should be two, but actually now I think this one should be two, and then the triple threat should be four.
0: Okay, I can do that. Um, give me a gosh dang second, Mikey. You're pressuring me into moving things that I can't do. Okay, it's done. Um, <laughs> okay, so during the match, um, Mike Kanellis, Uh comes out. I'm going to say he comes out first. Okay. with a kendo stick I agree. he's got that he's got that brass nucky um
1: in his pocket hit. he's t- tucked away he's got it on, he's got it on uh got it on back up there
0: Mm-hmm. Um, he's gotten in his tights yeah um it's a, a nice distinct bulge <laughs> uh i don't know about nice actually it's probably quite <laughs> edgy uh and he attacks the miz uh, this distracts Mojo when Rusev is able to pick up the win victory, I imagine.
1: Yeah. He, he attacks the Miz with a kendo stick and Mojo's like, whoa, wait, what are you doing? And then Rusev rolls up Mojo. And then I think Mojo, like after he loses, kind of goes after Kanellis. And then that's when Kanellis slips on the knuckles and knocks out Mojo.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, Rusev leaves, uh, Mojo goes after Canellis and Canellus whips out some brass knuckles and wall. How do you spell wallops? W. Wallops.
1: Oh, I actually know this cause they played cuphead for a while when it came out and it would always say that it's W A L L O P.
0: O P. Okay. Okay. Wallops. Interesting. Uh, and wallops Mojo. Okay, okay. I like it. Uh, I like it. Does
1: Mojo do like a suicide dive? Cuz I feel like it'd be a cool visual of like Mojo doing a suicide dive and as he's getting ready, that's when Canella slips the brass
0: knuckles on and just turns around and rails him. I don't think Mojo does a suicide dive, but let me let me pitch it slightly different. Mojo's okay. be- Mojo's beating up my Canellas. Throws him into the barricade in the corner. He he runs back. He gets into like you know the 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 lineman stance because he's about yeah like to he's gonna like like hit him yeah spear him through that barricade. He runs mm-hmm. up and at the very last second, Mike Canellis whips out the brass nuckies and wallops Mojo in the gosh dang nog. That'd be cool.
1: Does he spear people or does he just kind of like truck him like uh? Um, Keith Lee does.
0: Uh sort of just pounces them like Keith Lee. Okay. Uh um, so maybe he
1: goes to do that and knock Condellus into the barricade and Condellus just like as he's running at him just catches him with the brass knuckles, like pow.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mike Connellis gets the upper hand here. Which mm-hmm. then means we're gonna announce some sort of match at Clash of Champions. What is this match, Mikey?
1: Mojo Mojo Raleigh versus Mike Condellis. Do we have a stipulation? Miz on a pole? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Miz in a shark cage? I mean, it. It. I mean, so it sort of feels like. I hate to say it, but it sort of feels like no DQ. I was gonna say that too. I mean, yep, it, you. Know, we're. The one downside, I mean the immediate downside to this is that it being no DQ, the Miz can easily get involved. Yeah. Um But you know, Mike Kanellis can easily get um some weapons or I don't know, his wife uh to help out. Yep. I think it could I think it could work. I think I think Mojo Raleigh with the Miz versus Mike Canellis. No DQ match. Clash of Champions. I think that I think that fits just fine. I if it's if it sits, it fits. Um, Perfect. (laughs) Then we have officially announced for Clash of Champions one, two, three, four, five, six, seven matches. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, which fits our minimum match alignment. Allowment. I can't say words today. Beer, beer, beer. We can do one more match if we want so, Mikey, but um, nothing really feels like an additional match that we can think of. Well, well, okay, I could cut this out
1: if we didn't say it on the podcast, but isn't one of our matches going to become two? Kind of. Or are two of our matches going to become one? Uh,
0: Two of our matches are going to become two matches, I believe.
1: The, I thought it was going to be... AJ and Adam, AJ and Cole, and then Sheamus and Sheamus and AJ, and the rest of Undisputed Era, and then one of those matches was going to become they were going to like stop the match, and it was going to become one match, right?
0: Yes. So what I'm, what well, I believe what you're saying is uh, that we have announced two matches: Adam Cole versus AJ Styles, and now Sheamus and Styles versus the Undisputed Era for the tag titles. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be two becomes two. Because, um, what we're, what we're sort of thinking of is Sheamus and Styles match gets, gets turned into the chaos, uh, and then that WWE championship match turns into a winner-takes-all match. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and somehow we have to find a third person for Sheamus and Styles. Yeah. because um, that's literally the only way that makes sense, probably. Um... <laughs> Okay, well then, uh, does that does that work? Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, I believe that's what we said last week. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So then, uh, that's that's all our matches. So we have like one other match that we can put in here if we want. So nothing else really, maybe feels right. Um, maybe some sort of throwaway pre-show match. I don't know. I like yeah. already. I have no idea which one of these matches would be a pre-show match.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one.
0: Like I'm right now I'm feeling Mojo and Mike, but like also you can maybe make an argument for Tamina and Flair. Yeah. But then also an argument for Dan Bryan and McIntyre? Oh, but, I don't know. Those, those are what two else? pretty
1: big names for the pre show. Exactly.
0: That's why I'm also like, I don't know. The only reason you say them them is because they're not having a number one contenders match. They're not having a no DQ match. They're just having a two dudes one on one match. Two dudes. Uh, so we love you, tights and fights. We love you, them. Um, so maybe we could do a quick little thing. I don't know. Um, okay. Well, then we have that. Um, what else? Like, you know what? Let us let us pick out. Um, let's do one more match here, Mikey. Let's set one more match okay um in our reticle um what about this some sort of match of bailey love it um bailey versus carmella sounds fine to me okay uh, i have no idea where to put it Um uh, i feel like match number one mm, okay sounds good to sounds fine Okay, Bailey versus Carmella. Um, Good friends in real life, and they're going to fight over who gets to uh, lose their first name, and they have no name at all. (laughs) Um, Okay, and then here's my pitch, Mikey. Uh, Carmella wins. Okay, I like that. Carmella picks up the victory here, Uh, and then this is what I want to. This is my pitch to you, Mikey. Um, Okay. Because obviously. Bailey's thing is that she values her friendship uh, more uh, than the titles. She's mm-hmm. lost this match here. So I want to, I want to following the match. I want, I want some emotion out of Bailey. Uh, I want her, I want to see, I want her to see her being, you know, physically angry and upset. Okay. Does that, does that work? What, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? No,
1: I like that a lot. Um, it, it's, it's, Getting this story, it kind of amps up this story we're going for with um Bailey and how she's kind of st- still trying to work through this whole thing of Naya kind of stabbing her in the back.
0: Mm-hmm. And because I mean, and and uh, you know, Naya wasn't here for Bailey whatsoever, uh, and Bailey mm-hmm. lost. Um, maybe maybe Carmelo wins in sort of a cheap way. That if- yeah nia Jax was here it wouldn't have happened uh, it wouldn't have happened uh, okay i don't know what the what the cheap way is uh carmelo wins in a cheap fashion i don't know what that would be um we'll let the wrestling producers that produce the matches uh figure that one out mm-hmm. um okay um is that I because I, I, I like that I like that I like that sort of thing with Bailey that nuance there. Mm-hmm. Also, because that because that because we don't have to do a teaser, we don't have to do anything with Smack, with uh, Becky Lynch and Nia here, but that since Bailey is involved in that match, sort of, it's a weird sort of teaser about what could happen with Bailey and how maybe will she help Nia, will she not help Nia, will she go for the title, will she what she will ba- how will Bailey do. When her friend, I guess, Nia, faces Becky for the title. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of the sort of thing here with Bailey. Who knows? Okay. Yep. Well, let us take a quick break. And when we come back, we will book the rest of this go-home episode of SmackDown Live before Clash of Champions. We'll be back. And we are back with Smackdown Live go home episode Clash of Champions around the corner just like a roadster on the San Carlo freeway What? <laughs> Don't confuse me with the facts Mikey anyways um, I got we got a couple more ideas for matches um, mm-hmm. at least I do not a match, actually. Not an idea for a match. I so I said the completely wrong thing. <laughs> I got ideas for three separate promo backstage, not interviews. But you know how like they do those things where like like Rey Mysterio is in like the black void and he's like talking about his eyes or mask or something. Mm. Uh, I'm talking about those things. We're gonna have three of them. Okay. Rey Mysterio in in, in this order: Bray Wyatt, Rey Mysterio. Lukey Harps. <laughs> Lukey Harps. Very um, good. Hit me with your thoughts.
1: I like it. I mean, I feel like that, it, yeah, I love, everyone loves a
0: good video package. Well, it's or not a promo. video package. It's just a, a promo spot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, To get some hype, to get built some hype. Um, Okay, so let's start, let's go down the line. Ray Wyatt promo. What does he have to say about this match coming up at Clash of Champions versus Harper and Rey Mysterio? I know I'm asking us to write a promo right now, and not only one promo, but three promos. Not... We were on fire last week, Mikey. <laughs> All right, so fire, uh, fire, lightning always strikes tri- twice, twice,
1: twice. <laughs> So what does Bray Wyatt have to say about this title match?
0: Um maybe something about like needing the title to escape Abigail. If he if he loses this match, Abigail is almost definitely going to come back into him. Yeah. And he doesn't want that. So he needs the title. He needs to win the championship championship.
1: Yeah. It's the only way to keep Abigail out.
0: Yeah. It's the only way to keep her from coming back. Oh, I love th- I love that that subtlety that that talks about how um, he needs to win the U.S. title because is the only thing um, keeping that will keep Sister Abigail out. Hmm.
1: I think that'd be a cool idea. I think that works for Bray.
0: Yeah. Um. Because it is undoubtedly if if he wins, then he is. Be- beaten both Harper, Sister Abigail, and Rey Mysterio. If he loses, Mm -hmm. he did not win, and Harper also lost, but also he is defeated. Sister Abigail is almost definitely going to probably come into him. Mm -hmm. Um, And he probably almost definitely knows that. So he really needs to win this U.S. title. Mm -hmm. Um, While at the same time defeating Harper. Harper. And making not only defeating Harper, but defeating Sister Abigail, putting her to bed for good. Yep. So he the reasons for him to to win the title is that he wants to keep out Sister Abigail. But at the same time, he's probably looking to maybe like win the match by pinning Harper.
1: Yep. He he, he doesn't right. want Mysterio. He wants Harper pinned to stop Abigail from just taking him over and corrupting him again.
0: Yeah, he also wants to stop Harper um, slash Sister Abigail mm-hmm. and, and and you know, put her to bed. Put her to her tuck in the sheets, give her a nice glass of warm milk. And a
1: kiss on the forehead and put her to bed. Kick? kick
0: I said kick on the forehead. <laughs> nice kick on the forehead. A drop kick to the give, face. Give
1: Sister Abigail a Sister Abigail and put her to bed. And
0: intergender match and then uh, <laughs> that's the thing. Okay, and then that is that. That's a good little backstage promo. I say we do that in between match one and two. Sounds good to me. Because why not? Um, Bray Wyatt moves. versus an
1: invi- Bray Wyatt versus an invisible force. Yeah, of course.
0: Invisible force, of course. <laughs> um. Okay, and then maybe av- after match two, we can do. This backstage interview with KO. Yep. Oh my God, I need a lot more space on this Google sheet. Okay, and then after match three, we'll have this next promo with um Rey Mysterio. Okay. Oh, I got it. okay. Um give me one hot second as I try to adjust everything. Um Okay, and that goes there, and that goes here, and here, and okay, cool. So after match three, which we have no idea what it is yet, we're going to have a Rey Mysterio promo. M- Mikey, what does Rey Mysterio say? What does he need to say? Why does he? Why does Rey Mysterio need to, well, one, the fighting champion? He wants to defend his title for all of the United States, I guess, mm-hmm. from all the way from 619 to 305. Yep, <laughs> from 619 to 305. He, Ed, that's a MVP Easter egg. <laughs> he's that's right. He's coming. Royal Rumbles around the corner. He's coming.
1: Rey Mysterio promo. Why does Rey Mysterio, like what, like besides besides the United States title, why is Rey Mysterio in this match besides defending his championship?
0: He wants to defend his championship, but also defend his, I guess, sort of his honor in a, in a weird way. Defend. Others and defend himself mm-hmm. because he like throughout this entire thing, um, it's sort of been a thing of Sister Abigail is trying to call out Bray Wyatt, but Sister Abigail is doing so by beating down Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. That Rey Mysterio is like I've been the underdog my entire life, but I'm not going to let. Harper or Sister Abigail or Bray Wyatt, you know, get the better of me. I I have to defend my honor, defend myself, mm-hmm. and defend my defend my title, defend myself and defend my honor because I'm not going to get beat down by this this mystical crap no longer. <laughs> I don't know
1: this voodoo mumbo jumbo.
0: V- voodoo mumbo jumbo. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: Because yeah,
0: he, he has sort of been, like, the whipping post for this Sister Abigail Bray Wyatt thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like Sister Abigail's been just kind of using... Like you said, she's been using Mysterio to, like, get to Bray. Mm-hmm. Because it's like Sister Abigail's hurting people who, like, who shouldn't even be involved in this. Because that's how she's getting to Bray, by hurting, I guess... "Quote
0: unquote innocent people." Yeah, um, so he sort of has to defend himself and be like, "Yo, I am the champion. I'm not anyone's whipping post. I'm the master mm-hmm. of the six one nine. I'm the United States champion." Yep. Um. I am. I'm
1: here to fight or something. I don't know. I'm here to fight and I'm here to win.
0: Yes, 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 Mysterio. I think that could work. I think that works perfectly. I think that makes sense. I think it legitimately makes sense of Ray Mysterio is that he he has I, that realization. He has been this whipping post. He has been caught in the middle of all this stuff, but he is, um, not well. He hasn't. Yeah, no. He's not just been caught in the middle. He's been literally been attacked, at to be used as a bargaining chip to get Bray Wyatt out. Yep. So he sort of gotta defend himself. And I like that about Rey Mysterio. Okay, well then. Um I'm run I'm desperately very quickly running out of space. Um so I'm just going to do this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lastly, very quickly, Harper promo. This is my pitch for a Harper promo. Okay. Obviously he's got the sheet mask on. Mm-hmm. He's in some sort of black void. He's wearing a goat mask. <laughs> okay. And he just sort of pops up, sort of like how he did his entrance thing. Yep. Uh, are any? Do you think there's any words spoken? Um, I mean, I don't know how.
1: I think there I could be, be a cool, modulation. a cool bit of Luke Harper being like, uh, kind of like. Maybe the fact maybe he's like accepted uh, Abigail again and like kind of let her in, so he's
0: well. That that's the immediate question, Mikey. Is that is Harper talking or is it Abigail talking? Like we hear like voice modulation crap or whatever. I think it could be Harper.
1: Okay, like maybe he could be like. Now that I've let her in, I feel more powerful than ever, and. I know I could destroy both of you come this Sunday and you two can feel the power of, I don't know, something like that, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, something
1: like he's finally accepted the fact that she's here and let her back in instead of trying, instead of constantly kind of like rejecting it. And like when he takes the mask off, he's like just Harper and not Abigail. Cause maybe now, him mask is, like, who he actually is?
0: Oh, I got a, I got a pitch for you, Mikey, though. Okay. So, uh, he says he's more powerful than ever. They destroy, I'll, I'll just say this, he'll destroy Wyatt and Mysterio's souls, allowing Abigail to come in or something. Okay. To, en- to enter them or some nonsense. And some voodoo mumbo-jumbo. Allowing Abigail to make um, you strong, too. Uh, to them and make them strong. Papa Shango comes out. Um. Okay. Uh. So then. Um. This is my pitch, Mikey. Okay. Uh. I feel like Harper. Then, Har- if we're going. Oh, I like it. If Harper's saying that he's this is he's officially let in Abigail. He's no longer fighting it. I think he removes the goat mask. mm mm-hmm. And we're getting like. Finn Balor demon face paint levels. Okay, of, of, of shiz I, on Harper's face. I like it. I think it it's sort of goat themed. Mm-hmm. So it's like the goat. He no longer has the physical goat mask, but now his face has like face painted goat attributes or whatever. I like it. To that revealing that. Abigail has now, was, is no longer a mask. He is now within Harper. Mm-hmm. Okay, I dig it. Plus, that way he can wrestle without the mask. Yep, also very true. <laughs> that way it's not
1: stupid. I think Harper should end his promo with follow the buzzards.
0: Does he do it? Yeah, I guess, yeah, yes, he does. Right. If Harper removes his mask. Uh, revealing such a, you know, honestly, um, a a lame sentence, but revealing goat face paint (laughs) (laughs) and says, follow the buzzards. Perfect. Perfect. Creepy ass promo right before our main event. Mm hmm. Um, Perfect. We got the show opener and two one or two matches left to do, Mikey, before this show is over. What are we thinking? hmm. <laughs> we got to do something with this Seamus AJ undisputed era uh stuff. Yep.
1: All right. So, let's get let's get a, a AJ Sheamus match, I think.
0: Uh tag match, I'm assuming you're saying?
1: Yes. No, one on one. Let them fight before they team up.
0: Uh, okay. I think that's the main event. I agree. Um, so AJ Styles, uh, and Sheamus versus whom? Mm. What's who is our tag team? Could we Slater and Rhino? Go, the, the 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 go out match. No, we also got to do uh, we also got to do. Maybe that's our second match. Is Rhino is some sort of Rhino match. Maybe that's our opener, too, a Rhino-like retirement speech. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, but besides, okay, so not Slayer and Rhino. So I'll hit you this. Usos. The Colognes. Like the... Okay. But they're, they're faces
1: right now, right? The Usos, yes. No, I mean AJ and Sheamus, so. Oh, you almost
0: definitely. Okay, so I kind of want him to go against the Heelish team. Okay, so I mean, you this. The Colognes. <laughs> Sanity. The Revival.
1: That's it. I like the rev. I like the revival, or I like
0: sanity. I feel like it should be sanity because the revival would be a great match, but also mm. uh, they lost their sort of like best of three series of the Usos. That's true. So part of me is like, maybe not the revival. Yeah, let's do sanity then. I think that'd be cool. Also. Also, Sanity has not been on TV in forever. Bless you, Sanity. Okay, uh, which members of Sanity were we picking? Dane and Young. Sure. Uh, Sanity, Dane and Young. Okay. Which is a local law firm named my town. <laughs> Dane and Young, <laughs> uh, with Wolf. Dane, Young, and
1: Wolf. Have you or a family member been affected by mesothelioma? Call Dane and Young. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Mesothelioma?
0: What a... Oh, gosh. I should not be laughing about that. Have you been in an Uh, accident? Okay. Uh, Okay, so what happens in this match? It feels like Undisputed Era are going to get the drop on them. Yeah, uh, but at the same time, is that during the match or following the match? Because also, I think it's following. Okay, okay, then following the match, then we decide who wins: Styles and Sheamus or Sanity? Uh, Styles and Sheamus, I think. I think Sanity. Really? Yes. Why do you think Styles and Sheamus? I
1: I was thinking just to give them some momentum going into the pay per
0: view. Okay, which is interesting because I thought kind of the opposite. I thought. Sanity should get the win because they are an experienced tag team. Okay. And then also to put a little bit of, you know, clout over to Sanity's side because we haven't seen them on TV in forever and yeah. You know, they got a win over the WWE champion and the tag team champion. Um but then also like it's so the question is like can Styles and Sheamus
1: can they do this? They get yeah, this, like can they, can get, they this get this done? thing down? Yeah. Okay. All, All right, I think pitch. you've convinced me. Ha ha!
0: Ryan wins.
1: That's pretty good. Okay, I- I'll go with sanity then.
0: Okay, then the initial question is: Who pins whom? Uh, Dane pins Sheamus. I don't know. Okay, Dane pins Sheamus. I I think we- well, I think we both agree. Sheamus is picking up the loss. He's eating the pin here.
1: Yeah, Sheamus is eating the pin here.
0: Yes, no one should pin the world champion. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not right now. <laughs> that's going to cause too many things. Um, but Killing Dane pinned the sh- the champion Sheamus. Maybe that's a mm-hmm. number one contender idea. Yep. Assuming they get through Clash of Champions. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. Dane pinned Sheamus. Following the match, what happens?
1: Undisputed Era attack.
0: Undisputed Era attack. Styles and Sheamus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh just giving them the boots. Um
1: yeah, I don't, I had an idea but I forgot what it was.
0: Oh, dang it. Um
1: do we want Sheamus and Styles to stand tall and like come back and fight their way out of it?
0: Hmm. That's a great question.
1: Do we do we Maybe maybe their their third-person partner comes out and helps them.
0: Interesting.
1: Or do we save that reveal for Clash of Champions?
0: Interesting. Hmm. If Undisputed Era attack tonight, mm-hmm. then it almost definitely feels like their third person, whoever that may be, who we have no idea still yet, should come out and save them. Mm-hmm. To come out and
1: give him a hand and kind of fight off error a little bit,
0: but at the same time, that is what would happen at Clash of Champions. Yeah, so we were just pulling the trigger on that early to be at a nice little close open, close closer.
1: Okay, then let's save it.
0: Okay, yeah, I think it'd be cooler. I mean, it's a cool. I mean, if the U.S. network calls or mm-hmm. Vince McMahon calls and says we need a happy ending. Yep. Then I guess we're doing that. Okay. Now we'll go back here. Does undisputed era attack? Because because if they attack, Sheamus and Styles are almost definitely not going to stand tall afterwards. Yeah, I, mean, I don't.
1: Do we? Do we? Do we want to kick them while they're down? I guess at this point, like they've already lost.
0: Yeah. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't want to kick them while they're down any further.
1: Okay, so how about this? You mentioned it earlier. Maybe we have an error match as well, and then error wins their match.
0: Okay, I like that. And then, and then, and
1: then, so they don't technically stand tall over one or the other, but one team has a victory going into Night of Champions, and the other doesn't.
0: Okay, okay, and and, and the the person that has a victory is the experienced tag team. Yeah. Um. Uh, and they, I think, I think if anything, following this main event match, Onion Speed era come out and they give us nice stare down to styles and Sheamus mm-hmm. and we can really see f- the four on two aspect of this. Ooh. What if they just surround the ring? Ooh, shield
1: style. Yeah, but there's four of them so they can cover every side. Aha, take that shield.
0: <laughs> uh, and surround the ring. Sharks are in the water. Yep. Oh, and we really, we really close the show of Like, how the hell are they going to do that? They just lost their match. Yeah. They're not experienced tag team, and it's four on two. Mm-hmm. What are Styles and Sheamus gonna do? Wow.
1: Find out on Sunday during <laughs> Night of Champions.
0: Clash of Champions, Mikey.
1: I no more pay per views. I keep mixing them up. It's because like it, it's okay. It's definitely changed over the years because
0: I definitely remember it being both. It has changed over the years. And I I did at one point when I was doing all this stuff is that I did look into what is the difference between Knight of Champions and Clash of Champions. And apparently there is a difference. Ugh. Like there is specifically a difference to the two, I'm gonna see if I can look it up again. Championship real- scramble match. Let's do championship scramble, match. Um, um, let me see if I can. F-
1: Those may have been that concept would have done, but damn, it was actually kind of fun to watch.
0: <laughs> oh, the, the championship scramble. Yeah. The problem is, is just a lot. It was just a lot was happening.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I said, it was a kind of a weird and not really well planned out concept, but
0: I enjoyed watching it. Oh yeah, it was just a fun way to also see the Brian Kendrick called the WB Championship for like thirty seconds. Not even because it wasn't even like official. Yeah, but it was a way to do like the hardcore championship rules in like the modern era, sort of, kind of. I don't know. You could still do it in the modern era. Um, mm. Okay, well then, let's. You want to do another tag match of Undisputed Era? It sounds like. This match is going to be against Slater and Rhino. You think so? I know so. That's how confident I am. <laughs> no, but legitimately, um, I think it could be against Slater and Rhino. Um, it could. I, I think it's either against the Usos or Slater and Rhino. One, because there are only two face tag teams left. But also, Slater and Rhino picked up a victory versus English and Elias two weeks ago. And the week before that, the Usos defeated the Revival in the sort of a weird, unofficial best of three series. Um, plus, we could open the show of a retirement match from Rhino. Um, or maybe not open the show, but say, and then this could be, you know, this could be Rhino's retirement match. He puts over the new guard. Okay, I like it. So that is my pitch Slater and Rhino. Versus Undisputed Era. Um, Alright. Who in Undisputed Era is wrestling? Everyone but Cole. So, well, there's four people.
1: Oh, right, because it has to be a two-on-two, two, right? Um, you, Mikey, you remember how tag teams work? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I've just immediately assumed everything is 3v3 at this point. <laughs>
0: Okay. So okay, yeah, so, so, no, but I, I do agree. I think it should be Fish and O'Reilly. Okay. Let's do that. Um and is it, strong and Cole with them? I probably. Okay. Probably we're the ones deciding this.
1: But yes, probably. I mean
0: I mean why
1: wouldn't they, you know? Yeah.
0: Okay. So who pins whom?
1: Fish pins
0: Rhino? Yeah, I think Rhino's getting the pinfall. Okay. Or not the pinfall. He's getting pinned on. Okay. So you th- thinking fish? Fish pins Rhino. The fight of the of the
1: animals. Fish versus Rhino. Fish
0: pins Rhino. Take
1: that <laughs> food chain. Fish beats Rhino. They must have been fighting in the water. <laughs> take that rhino your stupid tough skin
0: and your horns
1: You're so fucking heavy you're probably just gonna sink yeah idiot so you get <laughs> fighting in the water dumbass you're a rhino you don't belong there
0: okay fish pins rhino undisputed era pick up the victory mm. against the retired now rhino All right. um okay-do-kay. okay 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 Um, So then that's it. Show opener. We got to pick one. Rhino
1: tribute video. And Rhino retirement speech.
0: Which is okay.
2: Okay.
1: Or do we want something
0: different? If we did something different, what would that different be? Something with Becky? Nia Jax? I would think either Dan, Bryan, Drew McIntyre, or Becky Lynch, Nia Jax. Hmm. My heart, my not my heart. my brain, I guess, leans towards McIntyre and Brian because we sort of got that Bailey thing with Nia Jackson's and Becky Lynch. Okay, yeah, let's do McIntyre Brian something in the beginning. Now what could that be?
1: <laughs> so what happened last week?
0: Uh, Brian was week. in a match. Yeah, Brian had a match. McIntyre attacked him in that match, and Kevin mm-hmm. Owens picked up the victory. Um, It almost feels like there shouldn't be anything, though, because that's a, such a good, perfect ending. Not ending, but, you know, advancement to the match. Yeah. What needs it? I, I guess Becky Lynch and Nia Jax probably need it. Yeah, I, I think so. So what? Okay, so let's switch it to Nia Jackson and Becky Lynch. What happens there?
2: Mm.
1: Okay, so Becky and Nia went to a draw last week.
0: Ooh, is it a contract signing? Yes. Our first ever contract signing. Yes, contract signing. Becky Lynch, Nia Jax contract signing. Okay. Okay, I already said that before. What happens, my dude? Mm.
1: Maybe, There's the, a lot maybe. Of, well, I'm talking. I think Becky like signs it, like like she like whatever, and like she like she like signs it after probably talking some amount of trash to Naya.
0: Becky talks trash and signs the document,
1: and then Naya talks trash back, signs the document. And then maybe like flicks the pen at Becky.
0: Nia Jax does the same, but flicks pen at Becky. At at Becky. I'm auditioning to be the ne- announcer in the next Smash Brothers game.
1: <laughs> you're gonna have to take over Xander. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to overtake Xander then.
0: Becky. Oh, that was good. Anyways, continue. Um.
1: And then Becky gets mad and puts Nia through the table. <laughs>
0: Becky puts Nia to the table. Okay, okay. Does that make sense? That or so just a, or cause... just attacks
1: her and like beats her up because she she disrespected the man.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, puts her in a disarmer. Uh, oh, <gasps> put oh, perfect. Uh, puts her and disarm her. Nia Jax rolls from her stomach to her back. Picks up Becky Lynch and throws her for the table.
1: Okay. Okay. I like that idea. I like that idea. I was going to say, like, Becky Lynch, disarm her. Roster comes out to to, to get Becky off. <laughs> the women's division runs out to get Becky off of Naya. But I like your idea better.
0: Okay. Then we'll do my idea then. Let's do it. Fine. Fine. Good. Good. I'm happy. Yeah, me too. Um uh <laughs> Lynch Lynch puts um Naya in the disarm her um Naya picks up well, I can't spell today picks up Lynch and puts her through the table. Yes. Okay, and then that perfectly Mikey, and then that perfectly runs up because then Nia Jax walks up the ramp and then Bailey's music hits. Bailey has her match coming out. She tries to get Nia Jax to come with her. Nia Jax says no, whatever, and just ignores her and just goes to the back. And then Bailey comes out and does, you know, the rest of her entrance. And, like, next up, Bailey in competition with, I guess, Nia Jax not by her side. Perfect. This card was perfectly constructed. I hope the randomizer does not screw this up. We did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Everything we do here is on purpose. Unless the randomizer screws us up, which it won't unless it does. Mikey, we try to uh, try to replicate the anything can happen in the universe, WWE style. So we have a randomizer here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is that time of the show where we hit that randomizer, Mikey. Yep. To much of us, our dismay, um, it is time for us to hit that randomizer, um, Mikey. I believe who did that last time? Was it me? Oh, I think so. Did you get reorder the card or did I? I don't don't remember quite and remember.
1: I think it was you, because I got this Cesaro was, yeah, injury. Was, you got the reorder the card, and I got this. I think.
0: Yes. Yes? Yes. You got the Cesaro injury. I got yeah, yeah. Okay, that's it. Right. So, yeah. So, it is your turn to hit the randomizer, Mikey. Oh, my gosh. I really... If it re the card, I'd be so upset. <laughs> hit that up. Anything can happen in WWE. Let's see what can happen in Hit the Books. We gotta book a title match. A title match? Oh, ho, ho, ho. What?! Oh, uh, okay. Must book a title match. The 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 go
1: home huh. show for okay, whatever of champions.
0: <laughs> uh, has to have a title match. Has to have a title match. Frick, frack! I gotta eat a snack. Okay. Is it a title match of AJ
1: Styles? Uh, we have no, we have no champions in action.
0: Oh, I mean, that we have Sheamus and AJ Styles in action. Maybe, maybe are they defending they... the SmackDown Live titles? That's the only thing we could do, right? But that doesn't make any sense of the storyline at all. <laughs> then what could we do? <laughs> like it, like the, well, okay. No, but legitimately that does make the most sense, but it doesn't make any sense the storyline because oh, it doesn't make any sense at all. Okay. uh. Oof. oh my God. Okay. Well then I don't know. <laughs> um, Becky Lynch feels weird, especially since we did the match last week. Yeah. Mysterio feels weird. Hmm. Styles is weird. And Sheamus and Styles will then have to defend. How about this? AJ Styles and Sheamus. Mm-hmm. Defend the SmackDown Live Tag Team Titles. Okay. Against Slater and Rhino.
1: <laughs> okay. Maybe Rhino wants one last one last shot at the title before he goes.
0: Yeah. Like I'm not. He's not going out without a fight. Okay. Sort of. I guess that makes sense. I don't know. Okay. I can get behind that. But and we and we announced that this is gonna be Rhino's last match. Yep. Is that the show opener now? Hmm. I think so. Okay, we have to rethink a lot of this card now. All of a sudden. Okay. Um. I I do like that. That I do like that though, where like it's Slater. It's Slater and Rhino. If it's Rhino's last match, it'll be Slater and Rhino's last match as a tag team, which would be very interesting because. If I'm mistaken, their very first match as a tag team was becoming the number was becoming the SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions. The inaugural SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions. Okay. So it being Rhino's last match is sort of, you know, heartwarming to an extent. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um sorry, Sanity, you're off the show. <laughs> We'll get get him. We'll get there. Uh, Then what happens? Uh, I'm going to take off this match three. Sorry, Fish and Rhino. You're out here. (laughs) You're out of here. Okay. Okay. Here's my pitch. The show opener is a thing of Rhino. Retirement thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and saying that he's he pleaded over Paige to grant him one last title match mm-hmm. for tonight against Sheamus and Styles. Okay, uh, and that's the show opener. Matt, this match three spot becomes the contract signing of Becky Lynch and Iya Jax. Mm hmm. I like it. So and then it just becomes four matches for the show. Cool with me? I mean, it's a way to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's definitely a way to fix all this this. Honestly, I thought our paper, that our card was perfect. I loved our card. It was very good, yeah. Um oof, be boof. Oof. Okay, then undisputed era no longer ever match. Hmm sucks yeah that does kind of suck but uh the randomizer has done this and maybe this would be a better show who knows maybe we'll get a higher potential who knows I mean, to tell. Um, okay so show show opener is Rhino Slater and Rhino come out Okay. or are they already in the ring I think they come out but they come out to Rhino's music <laughs> okay, I like it. Rhino gives uh, a retirement speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, and says that. And says that, him and Slate, or or that he has, he has been has been has been begging, he's been begging Paige all week. To get a match, mm-hmm. one last match for the titles, for the for the for the SmackDown Live tag team titles where they, where they were the inaugural champions of. And then he
1: find and then he do, and then Paige I, finally agrees. She has to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and 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 thank God because Paige agreed. Mm-hmm. So tonight. AJ Styles and Sheamus will go one on one with Slater and mm-hmm. Rhino. We're not t- or two on two. Sounds good to me. Well, not
1: good, but it sounds like it works.
0: I'm trying to, I'm trying to, fi- I'm, t- I'm trying to do damage control here, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How, how do you think? What do you think about that? Is that is that even plausible? I think it is. I think it works. Do you
1: like it? It's good, and I think it'll make sense as to why this is all happening because of Rhino retiring and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think it could work. And I think it, even though it's not what we had, it could still make, get people
0: excited. And then maybe in this opening segment, undisputed era comes out. Okay. What about that as a pitch? Um, They so
1: okay. They don't have beef with Slater right now.
0: No, but they have beef with the fact that they're gonna get an opportunity at the titles before they do, at Clash of Champions. That's true. Just because That's he's true. just because he's some old dude retiring.
1: That doesn't mean he should be. They should be able to jump in front of us. Yeah,
0: they that just because he's some old dude, um, and he's got kids. Who gives a crap? He's a <laughs> father. He got kids. You know, Roddy has children. Um. And uh, and undisputed era are just some young bucks who want an opportunity at the title. Yeah. Um, uh, who got it right? Li- rightfully deserved title, and they just he just gets one because he's retiring. Plus, what happens when he wins? He gets his ass beat at Clash of Champions. Yeah. Right. What are your thoughts on that? you seem you Mikey you're, you're giving off a, a real a real energy here I think the thing like
1: I think it's the, the unfortunate thing is that it's really the it doesn't really make sense but it's the only title match I think we could really do because there's no other champions
0: on the card yeah I mean well I mean we could make we could drop one of these other matches and make it a title match good like we can drop a bailey carmella match and make it something else Mm -hmm. the problem then becomes what do we make it kevin owens and mysterio kevin owens and mysterio but then kevin owens gonna lose yeah do you mikey can we let me let me hit you with that mikey you want you want to make kevin owens versus mysterio you want to have kevin owens come back after whatever they want to make him this, the the prize fighter return, goes for a championship him, opportunity and then have him lose. Yeah, you can't do that. Exactly. And as a fan of Kevin Owens, I know you won't like that. If the, if if you saw that on TV, you would be like, "What the hell?" Yeah. It sucks that this is the go home episode, but I honestly, Mikey, I honestly do think, it, since it is the go home episode. Having the out of a Rhino retirement match, I think, works. Yeah. Plus, it gives an Of course, Sheamus and Styles will do it because they're good guys, but also it gives them the opportunity to work as a tag team. Yeah. Like, it legitimately makes sense for them to be like, yeah, I mean, yes, we don't have any tag team experience, and you guys are a good tag team, but it gives us that experience. Mm-hmm. Um So yeah. Um okay, Undisputed so uh, uh, thoughts on Undisputed Era coming out interrupting this retirement speech. Um Yeah, that
1: could work. They could just nope. be dicks that dicks about like I don't know, why are you gonna get a championship shot before us? Like you said before, I think that could work.
0: Um and uh, they come out and are grumpy <laughs> about about some old dude getting a free title match over their rightfully won title match this Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they just eat some gores. You think so? I don't know, dude.
1: <laughs> I mean, I like it. I like them trying to, like, come in and step up and then
0: Rhino, like,
1: gores Cole or something.
0: Okay, okay, how about this? He's been begging GM Page all week. Rhino's been begging GM Page all week for one last match of the time titan titles, but he doesn't say he got it. Unisputed era come out and they're just complaining about what i do Then Styles and Sheamus come out and they grant the match for Slater and Rhino. Undisputed Eric get all upset. They start attacking Styles and Sheamus. Then the four of them get the upper hand. Rhino gores Cole, and it's awesome. I love it. I think, and that sets up our main event. Mm -hmm. Because then it makes sense for Undisputed Eric to probably attack. Yep. Attack whom, you might say. I don't know. It could be four on four easily and be a draw. Or they could attack, attack Slater and Rhino first, causing it to be a DQ, and technically, Slade and Rhino win. <laughs> they did not win the titles, but they won their match. They won
1: via disqualification.
0: And that's and that's just in the history books, Rhino won his last match, getting pumbled. Boom. Perfect. <laughs> well, yeah, and then then he gets really to put over this new the new era or whatever. Yeah. Um this undisputed era, if you will. <laughs> okay. What if Instead of Slater and Rhino, the headbangers come out. <laughs> Incredible. Okay, and then our main event. Who went? How do we? Th- how are we deciding how this ends? Mm. Is it? Does it end with Undisputed Era coming in and beating down everyone? Is it just straight up draw, or are they attacking one team specifically? I think it's just a straight up draw. Okay, straight up draw. I almost wrote drew. Okay, it's a straight up draw. And now it's all—it's also now a four-on-four. Yes, it is. But unlike the first four-on-four, where Slater and Rhino and Styles and Sheamus all got the upper hand, I guess, Undisputed Era stand tall. Yep. At the end of the show. Yep. Also, they're all tired, and it makes sense. Uh, Everyone. Undisputed Era walks out triumphant. Oh my God, beautiful. There we go. I think we fixed it. I think that's a solid fix. I think so, too. Let me, let's me let go through it. Uh, let me read it over, and then maybe that can really cement in our brains whether or not that's good or not. Um, yeah, I think let's we brought it back. Start at the top. Show opener. Slater and Rhino come out to, of course, Rhino's music. Uh, Rhino gives his retirement speech and says that he's been begging GM Page all week for one last match tonight for the tag team titles and with whom that they Slater and rhino were the inaugural inaugural SmackDown live tag team champions. It only makes sense for him to end his career on that really would make more sense. If it was some sort of, I don't know, hardcore championship match or ECW title, but those don't exist. So we're left with the SmackDown live tag team titles. Uh, Or I guess I mean, he returned to SmackDown live main roster to, and he came to SmackDown Live titles. It, it makes sense. I, stop shitting on it, Ryan. Undisputed um, Era come out and they're all grumpy about some old dudes getting a free title match over their rightfully won title match for this Sunday. Uh, Styles and Sheamus come out and say, "Look, fella, um, they they grant them the match to Slater and Rhino, and and you know it's it only makes sense. It gives them an opportunity to become uh, a better tag team to defeat Undisputed Era and." Why not respect a legend like Rhino, and I guess Slater as well, Mm -hmm. Undisputed Era. Then attack Styles and Sheamus, Slater and Rhino. Stop Undisputed Era and Rhino dishes out some several gores to the members of Undisputed Era. Match number one: Bailey versus Carmella. Carmella wins in some sort of cheap fashion. Fun of the match: Bailey is visibly upset and angry Mm -hmm. Um, because it's however Carmella won. If Nia Jax was there being a good friend or being a helpful friend, Bailey probably could have won. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a promo. Bray Wyatt, in some sort of black void, talks about how he needs to win the U.S. title because it is the only thing that will keep Sister Abigail out. If he loses, Sister Abigail will almost undoubtedly come back into him. And he doesn't want that, mm-hmm. so he needs to win because um, he also wants to stop Harper. And Sister Abigail and put Sister Abigail to bed uh, with a nice gla- glass of warm milk. Match number two Mojo Raleigh with the Miz versus Rusev. During the match, Mike Canellis comes out of from nowhere with a kendo stick and attacks the Miz. This, of course, distracts Mojo with his coach being attacked. Rusev rolls up Mojo, gets the upper hand, and wins. Rusev leaves, but Mojo is not done. He goes after Mike Canellis, beats him down a little bit. Uh, throws him into the barricade he's about to run up and you know push him through those barricades really wreck him wreck his butt out but canales at the very last second whips out some brass knuckles and he wallops mojo right in the noggin uh, and he stands tall at the very end we give the announcement that a clash of champions will be mojo versus mike canales in a no disqualification match Backstage interview, Kevin Owens is welcome back to SmackDown Live. And Owens says that he is here to take the championships. The prize fighter is back, y'all. Kevin Owens is here. Captain KO is dead. The prize fighter returns. Uh, next up, Becky Lynch, Nia Jax, in a contract signing. Becky Lynch, of course, talks some trash signs and signs the document. Nia Jax does the same, but flex the pen at Becky. Becky's not going to take that shit. They both attack. Lynch puts Nia in the disarm her, but Nia is able to roll out of it a little bit and able to pick up Nia, pick up Becky Lynch, I mean, and put her through that table. It is a contract signing after all, everyone. And those never go as planned. Promo Rey Mysterio in the Black Void. He wants to defend, he talks about how he... (laughs) <laughs> he also wants to talk about how he has to defend his championship, his honor. He's sort of been this whipping post between Bray and Abigail, that whenever Sister Abigail is trying to get Bray Wyatt's attention, it's always been to attack Rey Mysterio, and he's not going to put up with that because he's the champion. He's the United States champion. He's Master 619, and he's here to win.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Match number three, Charlotte Flair versus Liv Morgan versus Lana. The number one contender triple threat match tournament. Flair pins this Lana. a lot. So we get... Charlotte Flair versus Tamina in a match at Clash of Champions. That's right. Charlotte Flair has won a match um, after a very long while. It feels, <laughs> uh, and but now she's gonna have to face her sort of new ally and friend Tamina at Clash of Champions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This one sort of skirted under the radar a little bit, but that is pretty big important thing for Flair and Tamina. Yes. Promo with Harper. And says that now he is a let in Abigail. He feels more powerful than ever, and he will destroy Wyatt and Mysterious Souls, allowing Abigail to enter them and make them strong, just like him. Harper then removes the goat mask that's over his face, revealing demon esque goat face mask. Face mask, face paint, that's what I said. And just says to the camera close enough. <laughs> Follow the buzzards. And finally, in our main event, AJ Styles and Sheamus versus Slater and Rhino for the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships.
1: Live.
0: Thank you. How dare you? Uh, This match ends in a draw due to Undisputed Era coming out and attacking everyone, and they end up standing tall at the end, leading into Clash of Champions. Mikey, thoughts on the show?
1: I think, all things considered, it turned out pretty well. Mm Mm-hmm. We had to book a random title match, which we didn't see coming. That kind of doesn't make sense, but we made it make, I think we made it make enough sense
0: that it works. If we didn't have the Rhino retirement out, I don't know. Yeah, dude, we. I have no
1: idea what we would have done.
0: I yeah, I don't know what 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 we would have been able to do in any capacity whatsoever if that was the case, because. <sighs> uh, (laughs) that's simple as that really yeah um well that is all for this episode of hit the books thank you all for listening and again this sunday you can listen to clash of champions um on your if you so if you subscribe y'all 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 talking like AD styles (laughs) um i I can't i can't do an accent for dj styles we all know that um Uh so if you subscribe to any of your podcast apps um you can get ready for it to drop this Sunday Clash of, Champ- Clash of Champions pay-per-view not Night of Champions Clash of Champions <laughs> it's here y'all. Uh, for more wrestling fun you can come be a part of the booking community and follow us on Twitter at @hitthebookspod there we have our polls our excitement polls and our booking polls every Monday and Wednesday um and there you can vote in how you think how excited you are about certain matchups and how you thought the booking went about certain matchups um and so that that really gives us an idea of how you think certain shows are how we think we're doing overall and how what we can do to change what we can do to fix certain issues and maybe our storylines and what we can do going forward so we greatly appreciate that if you have any ideas of what to add to a randomizer you can tweet them at hit the books pod um, and there, if we, if we, we see them, we'll like them and we'll put them into the randomizer. Does it help it? Does it help us? Does it hurt us? Doesn't matter. Put it in the randomizer. We'll shout you out. If it get picked, doesn't matter. It's going in. <laughs> Does not matter. Again, subscribe and leave a review on iTunes if possible. We would very much love you if you do. It's if Tell your friends about the show. Uh, tell your friends how to subscribe and leave reviews. Do all this stuff. We would love for more listeners, and we would love for more of you to be a part of our community. And that is all for this week's episode of Hit the Books. Until next time, Mikey. Until this Sunday at Clash of Champions. We've got two words for you. Book okay. it.
1: Do you like space? Do you like adventures? Do you like space adventures? If so, listen to Pretty Wizard, a bi-weekly D&D podcast. That's right, I said podcast. An audio medium. I also said D&D. Dungeons and Dragons. So come and follow our three adventures through space. Donovan. Jonathan, and Ryan, all narrated by their DM, Kane. You can listen to this great adventure on iTunes, SoundCloud, and even YouTube.